1: On OTB Nation, welcome in to episode number 265 of the allegedly award-nominated, honorably mentioned, number nine NCAA-ranked, and of course, viewable on YouTube, Outside the Box Podcast, the official lacrosse podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's KB, it's Deej, coming at you. We've got so much to get into. Uh, between NLL action, a wild week in the NLL that was a wild week we have on deck. Uh, a team's official Twitter account has gone missing, so we're DJ and I are going to try to figure out where in the world they may be, Carmen San Diego style. Uh, and of course, PLL free agency is here. It has been wild to watch it all go down. Uh, we're going to discuss everything that's happened so far give you guys a little taste of what may be coming, and uh, KB Sources is back, Deej, KB Sources is back, Uh, and of course we'll get into uh, the PLL and Unleashed uh, Japan rosters, and Deej's College Rundown, Uh, but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us at OTB LaxPod, Twitter, Instagram, Follow Deej on Twitter at SCS underscore next great. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Leave a five-star review. It does go a long way for you know more people finding the show, especially during this crazy time of lacrosse going on right now between NLL games, PLL free agency. We want to be your one-stop shop for everything uh, lacrosse-related. So go subscribe to the podcast feed. If it's Spotify, make sure you're following the show on Spotify. And uh, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video episodes. You get shorts, live streams, interviews. I've been talking to some people, Deej. We got We got people clamoring, banging on the door to catch up with us on the show. So more interviews are on the way. Uh, But all our original video content goes on our YouTube channel. As of this recording, shout out to CFO Margie. Got us 10 new subscribers today on the YouTube channel. It's doing boots on the ground type work. We are currently at 414 subscribers on YouTube. Let's keep that thing going. We're on the road to 500 and then on that road to 1K, obviously. Uh, Go subscribe. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia smash that like button ring the bell icon comment down below your favorite pll free agent signing so far we want to hear from you guys we'll read them on the show and we'll we'll gather them all and and see who everybody is liking on the move or staying put uh and of course go get your merch from our amazing merch partners phi apparel company the best in the game guys with their unique designs and the official (laughs) otb merch There's no doubt you guys are going to stand out in the crowd when you're going to your favorite NLL team games, when you're getting your tickies and going on the road this summer for the PLL. And if you're a college student, you should be wearing them to your college games. Uh, The best in the game. We got the hoodies, we got the shirts with the logo, and we got some more designs on the way to our awesome merch partners, PHI Apparel Company, and our listeners, you guys listening right now, be a friend, tell a friend, tell all your friends to do this. Go to phiapparel.co, check out all the merch they have, especially that OTP merch, and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all merch. That's how they know you're coming from us. Use that promo code, get your merch. When you get your merch, tag us. We want to see where you're rocking your merch from. And hopefully this summer when DJ and I are out on the road for the PLL, We see everybody rocking their OTB merch, especially in Columbus, because we're planning some big shit in Columbus. Big, big shit popping. Columbus weekend is going to be a wild one this year, and I'm very excited for it. But go get your merch, PHI Apparel Company, uh, PHIapparel.co. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any order. Deej, what the heck is popping, brother? We've we've had a wild week.
0: It's been crazy. I couldn't even keep up. Uh, There's um uh, playoff basketball going on with with the high school stuff um also getting ready for my season with practice starting on monday um and then the bonkers week we had with pll free agency kicking off along with nll games from last weekend college games from last weekend uh, japan news san diego news Just everything. I was just like, I need not a break, but like, I don't know. (laughs) I need to
1: clone myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like for real. Like I need to be able to give something some time to not think about lacrosse. Not because I don't
1: want to, but because like,
0: there's There's just so much too much going on.
1: It feels like the SpongeBob meme where he's like doing eight chores at once when they have the baby scallop
0: (laughs) or, or. Or the one uh, where uh, Mister Krabs fell in love with Miss Puff, and they had him just doing all this stuff. And he's we're like, not, "And then we're you, not talking about this or this. Okay. We're talking okay. about this."
1: <laughs> that or it's like Doctor Strange looking through every single possibility. That's us keeping track of everything going on. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> we kick things off with our nll week 14 recap what a week it was for the nll this week did not disappoint whatsoever we said it on the show arguably could go down as one of the best weeks of the nll season uh in 2022 2023 and i think we got just that it was a phenomenal week of lacrosse overtime games an outdoor game monday night lacrosse a a beautiful game to start things off on friday um, we had morning lacrosse. It was, it was a great weekend overall. This is how the games turned out in case you missed any of it, or you live under a rock like Patrick. Uh, the bandits beat Halifax in Halifax, 10, nine, the wings took care of business at home against the riptide 19 to 12, uh, tying a new wings franchise record for most goals in a game. Uh, thought they were going to hit that 20 for just a hot second, but then they decided, no, nah, we're going to hold on to the ball. And uh, they tie a record that they set in their inaugural season in the very last game against the Georgia Swarm. Uh, San Diego wins the stadium showdown 15 uh, 12 over Las Vegas. Toronto holds on to beat Rochester 9 8. Uh, and then Georgia holds on in overtime to beat Albany nine eight uh panther city tops saskatchewan 16 to 10 and then for the first time in franchise history in prime time in front of i do have to say for a monday night game shout out to the wings fans who showed out uh because that place was electric and for it being a monday dirt you know kicking off the work week like that proud of philadelphia for showing up to to monday night lacrosse the wings top the toronto rock 11 10 to go 2-0 on the weekend and this is what the standings look like after week 14 we got the buffalo bandits all alone at the top sitting at nine and two toronto not far behind at nine and three rochester at eight and three so now we got separation between all three of those squads uh no ties at the top philadelphia wings in the four seat after 2-0 weekend They're sitting at 5-5, and and they leapfrog Halifax, who sit at 5-6. Now on the outside looking in. Uh, The Georgia Swarm out of the basement in the east after another win over Albany. Who knew? All you had to do is beat Albany, and you get out of the basement of the east. They're 2-7. Albany, 2-8. The New York Riptide, 2-9. And And then the West, the San Diego Seals sit at 7-2. Calgary, 7-4. Don't look now. Panther City. Sitting at seven and five, getting real frisky. Saskatchewan Rush and Colorado Mammoth both at five and five. The Vegas Desert Dogs at four and six, and the Vancouver Warriors at two and nine. Deej week fourteen. What stood out to you the most? Because a lot went down, and there's a lot to just unpack from what I think we can both say was one of, if not the best, week of NLL action we've had all year.
0: Um, it proved that the middle of the pack is just as good as the top. Um, I noticed that a lot of the teams that were kind of uh, hovering around 500 or just below 500, or just above 500, beat teams who were dominating a lot of teams beginning of the year, who were coming out as clear favorites to be in the NLL finals. Like, you know, um, looking at. Panther City beating Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan has looked fantastic this year. Um, and Panther City, you know, kind of made that look like light work. Um, you know, the Wings finally getting the best of Toronto and having a 2-0 weekend this week. They're one of those middle-of-pack teams who who kind of made something work this weekend. Like, it was just kind of just like proving the LL is one of those leagues where just about anyone can come out and win on any given night. Because, I mean, even Las Vegas and the stadium showdown gave him a show, 15-12. Like, it wasn't even like, you know, San Diego ran them out of there. They mm-hmm. they played hard, and, and they gave him a game, and it was a very good game. Um, <clears throat> so it's stuff like that, you know, just getting the competition level where it's whether you're a team that's hovering around 500 or if you're a team that's the best of the best, you're going to get a game when you step out there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the the wild Adam Levy stats just continue once again. Uh, he put his poll of the week out for his podcast, The Lacrosse Matrix, which you guys should definitely go listen to. Uh, this is just more furthering of our friend-of-the-program brand uh, and something we've just been keeping an eye on since the trade happened because it is a monumental trade. The Mitch Jones trade, Deej, continues – to be an absolute steal the Wings are 3-1 and one since Mitch Jones joined the team and in that span Mitch has scored 35 points 12 goals and 23 assists in those four games in that span the Wings have beaten Toronto and almost beat Buffalo in overtime so his question is has Mitch Jones made the Wings a serious contender to represent the East in the NLL Cup this season while I will still say, obviously, Buffalo is still a top dog. Toronto is still a top dog. And Rochester is still a top dog. The Wings can, like, they still have a lot to prove on their schedule remaining because there's three against Tor- uh, Rochester still, still one against Toronto, still one against Halifax. If they continue to play this way and Mitch Jones continues to play this way, I think the bigger question is. Mitch Jones has to be in the MVP conversation in terms of how you and I both view the word valuable in MVP.
0: I mean, yeah, but like, I think they could care less about that than it's more about. I think more so what, though. what Adam brought up.
1: Yeah, i um, I think more so it proves. Mitch is in the MVP conversation more so than that the Wings can go all the way to the NLL Finals. There's a lot of well, hurdles well, still. Well, of course. Is it but possible? Sure. If they keep are, playing this way, absolutely. But are, there's are a they, lot of hurdles. Are
0: they a contender right now? Um,
1: I think they're a playoff contender right now.
0: Oh, of course. I don't think anyone's questioning that. But I don't think they're a championship contender yet. I don't think they have it
1: defensively. Yeah, and I mean, shout out Zach Higgins, player of the week in the NLL this week, two wins. He's been phenomenal and has kind of worked his way into goalie of the year talk once again. Um, The defense has improved a lot for whatever reason since Mitch got here. I think it's partially the way Mitch helps in the transition game as well and just how versatile he is and he can get back on defense. And it's not like, you know, you have an offensive guy stuck on defense per se, when Mitch is out there um, and happens to get caught on defense. Um, But I think he, like we said, we wanted to see if it was going to change the identity of the wings and full blown has been a complete one eighty for this team since he's gotten here has helped. Improve the play of so many guys on the team. Also, shout out to Blaze Reardon, tied the new Wings franchise uh, career goals scored record on Monday night. Uh, he's now tied with Kevin Crowley for 80 career goals in a Wings uniform. Uh, can break that this weekend, which is very exciting. Matt Rambo is not far behind. I think Rambo's two goals behind or one goal behind uh, the tie. So. Those two are going to be duking it out like it's Brady and Drew Brees, except on the same team. Um, But I I love your take of the the middle-of-the-pack teams and the teams that are right behind that elite echelon this year, which I think the four, we would say, are the three in the east, Buffalo, Toronto, Rochester, and then San Diego. Everyone else kind of proved that was playing this weekend like we can hang with the big dogs, we can compete with them. even though Halifax and Rochester both lost, like they still once again prove that like they can hang. Um, Vegas still proving that they can hang around. Will they make the playoffs? Probably not. Um, but they're still they're giving Panther City last season vibes of like we're gonna be frisky and hang around the entire season and not go out quietly. Um, and I mean, Panther City, they, they might make the playoffs. And by might, I feel like they're going to make the playoffs.
0: I mean, I 100% have been there for it. Um, it it's tough because they are playing out there in the West, so it's still, like, up and down. Because um, it's just uh, successful.
1: Eminem and Eminem and E.
0: If Saskatchewan gets hot again, um, they're definitely going to gonna make it hard. Calgary is obviously – and, like, most likely one and two are going to be San Diego and Calgary. So the, the hard thing is getting that third spot or uh, being good enough to beat out the East for the wild card. So um, I don't want to quite put a stamp uh, that they're going to make it in. I like their chances, and they have much better chances than some of the other teams. Uh, out west, but uh, with Philly playing strong out east, Halifax playing strong out east, along with uh, Saskatchewan and Panther City over in the west, it's going to be tough for them for them to make that happen.
1: Yeah, because if a playoff started today, it would be from the east, it's the top four, the west, it's the top three, and then the wild card is the best remaining record team. It would be Buffalo, Toronto, Rochester, Philly. And then the West would be San Diego, Calgary, Panther City. And the wild card would be Saskatchewan. Which would mean Halifax is out. Colorado, the defending champs are out, which is pretty wild. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's only... I feel like there's only right now, like, three teams that are, like, dead, dead in the water. And, you know, one more loss probably makes georgia dead dead in the water but you just can't count them out with lyle and they also have to beat a team that's not named the albany firewolves um but like i think albany's kind of packing it in i think new york is just like they're gonna fight but i think they know that like it's on to next season and then obviously vancouver but everyone else they're gonna they're gonna give it all they got and you know try to push for those playoff spots, which makes it exciting for, you know, this final stretch of, of games we have here in the final, you know, month and a half of the season. And, uh, don't look now to we're 10 days away from the NLL trade deadline. Um, so we have another, you know, roster movement to, to keep an eye on there, but all right, Deej, let's get to your state of the fandom brought to you by our awesome partners over at Tomahawk shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. They got the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, everything in between, you know, with all the lacrosse stuff happening. I've been wearing my blue light glasses as I've been staring at these screens, Wear my tomahawk shades when I'm outside with sunglasses. You guys should be doing the same. Uh, also, company's part owned by Kyle Harrison, Chris Hogan, ever heard of them? Uh, you guys can go to tomahawkshades.com, use promo code USP for 25% off at checkout. That's promo code USP for 25% off from our awesome partners over at Tomahawk Shades. Deed, your, uh, your state of the fandom after the week that was, how's it looking? Has anybody been eliminated? Has anybody moved up the standings? What's the fandom looking like after week 14?
0: Um, Nothing's really changed because some teams are in action, some weren't, some stagnation. But I've decided. There's no way I would be a fan of a team that does not make this year's playoffs.
1: Dananat, Dananat, breaking news: Got to so make the playoffs. They gotta make the playoffs. Deej wants a full season and then some. So there's that
0: much. That that wow. is that is what we can take from this nugget of fandom. So, not a lot of movement. But you better make the playoffs. And you got to be following us.
1: So does that mean your New York Riptide?
0: That's just different.
1: Have they been disqualified?
0: No, nah, they're they're like the Pistons to me. They'll forever be here. They interact with me on social all the time. Like we have a special vibe. They don't have to. Like I don't. I don't have to label them as my favorite team. They're just my team.
1: I will say, man. Saturday morning when they were in Philly, they wore the the Seafoam Unis. They look a gazillion times better in person. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. Good of it. grief. I'm
0: sure of it. I can't wait to see them in person.
1: They were fantastic. Um, There it is, everybody. Got to make the playoffs. So that's a call out to Buffalo and Toronto. First, you got to follow us and then make the playoffs. Rochester, Philadelphia, Halifax, Georgia, already eliminated. Sorry about it. Sorry about your luck. Albany, already eliminated. Sorry about your luck. But that's also a call out to the San Diego Seals. You got to follow us calgary roughnecks the panther city lacrosse club saskatchewan colorado the vegas desert dogs gotta make the playoffs ladies and gentlemen uh but with that being said we got the week 15 preview on on deck for you guys it is brought to you by nobody because they're for later on in the show Week 15. Looks like this, though, Deej. We've got quite the slate of matchups. Halifax and Buffalo running it back just in Buffalo this weekend on Friday once again. Calgary in Colorado on Friday night as well. Then Saturday, we've got four games on Saturday. Albany at Toronto. Philadelphia at New York at 7.30. 8.30, we've got San Diego at Saskatchewan. And then 10.30, get the caffeine ready, East Coast. Vancouver at Las Vegas. And then Sunday, we've got Sunday, late afternoon, early evening lacrosse. 4 p.m. start on a Sunday. Rochester at Georgia. What stands out to you? What are you most excited about this week? Because I think there's... There's three games that I'm looking at this week that I'm going to have my eyeballs on for most of the weekend.
0: Um, yeah, uh, first off, our squads are battling. That's always always fun. Back and back this back is the, weeks. this is the one that I have my squad taking. So uh, obviously I'm I'm circled battled in on that. Um, anytime the purple, purple orange, white Whatever other colors they wear that are the same get-together, that's always fun. Um, so Halifax and Buffalo and uh, San Diego-Saskatchewan. They played earlier this year, and it was a very good game. Saskatchewan came out on top. Suspri- uh, surprised me, actually. So um, I'm up in the air on how I feel about this game because it's in Saskatchewan meaning the rush very very well could win this game, Uh, especially after losing last week to Patrick City.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely looking at Halifax and Buffalo for sure. That's always a banger of a game. And then I just
0: feel bad for Georgia, but I will be watching for my boy Lyle.
1: Oh, of course. Because Lyle versus Connor Fields is going to be tons of fun.
0: Oh, that's going to be fun. But, man, Um, rip Georgia
1: uh i'm honestly intrigued by calgary colorado colorado coming off a bye week kind of fully rested at home and the way calgary's been playing this year i think you know those two teams always play each other tough as well um i'm really looking forward to that game so both of friday's games i'm super stoked for obviously very excited to get back to long island it's been way too long uh for me it's been since week one um just with prior obligations and stuff and scheduling wise but when the Wings take on the Riptide anywhere, I'm there. Uh, and then I'm going to go real sicko mode on you, Deej. Because for whatever reason, we've seen these two teams duke it out and it turn into just the most bonkos games. I'm kind of excited for the 10:30 Vancouver-Vegas game. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I'm kind of excited about it.
0: We'll see. Um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of think Vegas might run away with this one. This is one of those games that I think Vegas is going in with the mindset, like, we have to have this. like, And not that, like, they have to have it because, like, it's, like, that, that dire, but it's just, like, Vancouver is a very beatable team. It's a team that they can use to springboard and get some momentum and push forward and they're starting to get to the point to where every game will matter for playoffs. So like, this is a team that they need to beat. So I think they're going in with, you know, a very focused mindset of very, we need this for us, not for everybody else, but like, we need this for, for, for Las Vegas. We need this for desert dogs. Like, you know, so it's, it's a very different mindset when you go in knowing you have to win a game uh, for yourself to boost yourself moving forward
1: yeah i i'm just intrigued because like for whatever reason when they play vegas it's the best vancouver's looked um so i'm just excited to see like if vancouver can get a quality game out of themselves for themselves um and just seeing how vegas plays to stay in the mix like even though it's not dire they kind of do have to win this game to stay in the mix for the playoffs for the wild card and and you know be in the mix so We'll see what happens there. Um, I'm also very excited to, uh, like I said, to be back on Long Island. Wings Riptide is always fun, you know. Wings put a beat down on them in Philly. We'll see what happens uh, in this one and another game. Like it's an important game for the Wings to win, you know, to to get over 500 for the first time. I think all season, if I'm not mistaken. so there's a lot riding on this in the wings you know with Halifax playing you got to stay in front of them for that four seed so very important game on Long Island for the wings um very much looking forward to that but I think without any further ado Deej we head over to the pick pond and uh we feed the ducks because it is time for the NLL week 15 picks of the week powered by The homies over at Pickup. Guys, go to playpickup.com. Start playing the hottest headlines in sports. Rack up points on your fan profiles. Cash them in for prizes. That's playpickup.com. Deej, we start in Buffalo. It's going to be a doozy of a game. Running it back. Version 2.0 from last week. Halifax at Buffalo. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. How do you see part two playing out?
0: I like Buffalo all the way. Um, them being at home is a huge boost here. Uh, I think they're going to get a lot of energy from the fans. They're going to come out ready to go, and uh, they're going to handle business at home.
1: I'm there with you. I you know, not that Halifax has been playing poorly. I just think Buffalo has been in that zone that they typically get in, um, and they're doing whatever it takes to get that one seed once again. And if that means you got to beat Halifax, you got to beat Halifax twice. Um, So I'm going to go with Buffalo as well. Plus they're at home. Um, So they'll get the nod from me. Nine o'clock on Friday. We got Calgary at Colorado. Very excited for this matchup. Should be a fun environment at the Loud House. Um, We'll get into a little bit more about Colorado after our picks. But uh, if Calgary wants to stay in the mix for the number one seed in the West, they've got to win this week to keep pace uh with the ever surging san diego seals colorado coming off a bye it's been a while since we have seen them um and, you know they they gotta get healthy you know they've had some injuries and just keeping guys out there uh so i am gonna rock with the calgary roughnecks to get a big dub in the western conference
0: oh i totally agree 100 i've liked the way calgary's been playing all year um they figured out a way to really lean on uh, Jesse King, Hayden, uh, Hayden Dixon, and and company. So, uh, they, and, and obviously Zach Courier is is who he is with CDB in that. Yeah, I said that right.
1: <laughs> on the verge of three thousand saves, I think I saw that yeah. as well from Adam Levy.
0: Yeah, which he's been playing out of his mind this year. Um, I don't see how the grayscale doesn't come out of this one on top
1: moving on to saturday the tsn game of the week the albany firewolves the toronto rock you guys already know where we're going with this one give us toronto and i wish man i wish toronto could wear these jerseys more often because the unis they're wearing for indigenous celebration night uh, is they're just beautiful love it love the color scheme give me toronto all day every day they're going to be fighting with a vengeance i feel terrible for albany because Toronto's going to be on a fucking roll. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Long Island. The Riptide hosting the Wings. Big one for my Philly boys. Uh, could be a historic night for Blaze and Rambo. In terms of uh, career goals and, and franchise records. Uh, Mitch Jones continuing his tear. I think just continues. And uh, I, I loved the way. That the wings defense played against the riptide in philly on saturday they did one of the best jobs i think i've seen since he's gone pro in shutting down jeff teat like it was unreal like we barely heard teat's name called in that game it was a fantastic job by ian rubel on the defensive side of things for the wings uh, i just i love the way the wings are playing right now and uh i'm going with philly to get a big win on the road
0: I got New York all the way. They're at home. I like the way they're going to feel at this one. Um, They lost last week. I said they were going to split. So here it is. Common sense. Math be math. But yeah, I also just feel good. Um, The Riptide are one of those teams that seem to get a win after losing for so long and kind of just needing one. They need one. 8.30
1: 8.30 Eastern time. One of your favorite games of the week, San Diego at Saskatchewan. San Diego coming off the big outdoor win. Saskatchewan trying to bounce back there at 500. Um, they're back at home. Kind of on a skid lately, even though, you know, we've talked about how well they've played this year in terms of expectations. I think a lot of people had for them going into this year. Um, they've kind of been on a little bit of a skid. I just find it so difficult to pick against San Diego. Um, They are playing fantastic lacrosse right now. And it's just one of those things that, like, until they give us a true reason to not pick them, I got to go with the Super Seals.
0: Oh, absolutely. 100%. I am behind that. Um, This is a compelling game to not want to give me the rush give me the rush on the on a limb chances make champions that's strictly what this is about
1: put that on a shirt
0: that's strictly what this is about
1: uh, the nightcap on Saturday 10:30 Eastern time Vancouver Las Vegas I think you guys already know where we're both going give us the dogs. Jack Hanna and the Desert Dogs going to get this one done.
0: I should be on the roster because I got that dog
1: in me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to Sunday. <laughs> 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Rochester, Georgia. You already know where I'm going. I'm rocking with my Nighthawks, who have been phenomenal this year. Um, even in the games that they've lost, they've kept it close and competitive. I, I think in their three losses, like the most they've lost by, I think, is four or three. So like every game they've been in it. Um, even going on the road, though, I, I love them in this matchup, and I think they get a, a nice little dub in the East and, and take down the Swarm.
0: This isn't hard at all. Um, I love Lyle, but Rochester's going to run away with this one. Well, maybe not. Georgia be in some close games that they shouldn't really be in. But either way, Rochester's going to win this
1: one. So there it is. Your Week 15 picks of the week look like this. We both have Buffalo. We both have Calgary. We both have Toronto. I've got the Wings. You've got the Riptide. I've got the Seals. You've got the Rush. We both have Vegas, and we both have Rochester, and those are your Week 15 NLL picks of the week, powered by the homies over at PickUp. Each uh, before we switch over to free agency uh, in the PLL, we we gotta discuss this because out of the blue it happened. Nobody knows what is going on where in the world is at mammoth lax cue the carmen san diego music the mammoth official twitter account is gone it is up and disappeared uh shout out to hooty tweeted at us and said i think the account went extinct
0: is that a thing <laughs> can your well, account I, do that
1: i think he was likening it to the, the mammoth being extinct
0: Oh, like oh, actual yeah! Mammoth. I walked uh, right into that.
1: <laughs> but how does an official team account just up and disappear? It I mean, in Spanish. I mean, we did see it with the with the New York Lizards.
0: <laughs> but there were extenuating circumstances to that,
1: or petty circumstances, however you want to chop it up.
0: Sure circumstances nonetheless
1: but this is a out of the blue was just scrolling through and mammoth at mammoth lax up and disappeared their instagram still active but their twitter account is missing and i think we need the nll to go on a journey and figure out where the heck mammoth lax is because those are the boys can't not have the Mammothlax game day tweet threads <laughs> I mean hey
0: that's what it's looking like I don't know what's it's going a tough on' Scene, it's a tough scene uh, did it get reported or something
1: I don't know it's weird it's like it like it's like the account like deactivated almost it's such a weird thing but what we want you to do is comment on YouTube where you think at Mammothlax is right now. Anywhere in the world, wherever you think that the official Mammoth Twitter account could be, best ones in the YouTube comment section, tweet at us, at OTB LaxPod. We'll read the best ones and retweet the best ones. We want to see them all. Where is at Mammoth Lax in the world? Where in the world are they? Um, But we want to hear your best responses. We'll retweet the best ones, our favorite ones. We'll interact with the YouTube comment section ones. So go do do that. Let us know where you think at Mammoth Lacks is currently residing. DJ, let's shift gears. PLL Free Agency is here for the first time ever. It's brought to you by our friends over at W Energy. Because everyone knows we got to be energized with this PLL Free Agency happening right now. W is going to war on big energy, guys. And you're probably like, guys every energy drink has jitters and crash i'm telling you from experience of dubby being in our lives for the last like two months now there's no jitters there's no crash there is just unbelievable taste and a healthier energy drink in your hands uh dubby was tired of big energy favoring profit over quality and making energy drinks loaded with jitters maltodextrin filler artificial colors and dyes sugars and other bs take a peek for yourself on other energy drink nutrition labels and then come talk to us uh dubby grew upset with these types of energy drinks and decided to wage the war on big energy by releasing their own energy drinks which are cleaner and jitter and crash free here's to paving the road for a better future for energy drinks where the status quo is no longer profits over quality where quality actually matters and where energy drinks don't get a bad rap for being unhealthy and harmful to consume will you stand with dubby will you stand with the outside the box podcast and go to war on big energy uh great news though teach because as of this recording dubby's got a lot of of their flavors back in stock speaking of war on big energy the big energy tears flavor back in stock that's the blue raspberry flavor i already placed an order for it it's it's coming to the studio uh also back in stock not on pre-order the passion joy tea which is the passion fruit iced tea flavor push and punch the fruit punch flavor back in stock the beach and peach which is one of my personal favorites now the mango white peach cooler fully back in stock and for anybody who's trying to cut back on caffeine but still needs to stay hydrated the monkey madness hydro hydration strawberry banana flavor back in stock you guys can go to w.gg use code underground when you check out you get 10 percent off any order use it whenever you want all the time guys i'm not even joking with you it is some of the most delicious drinks you'll have uh, especially when you put them on ice it's amazing i got it right here now as we're recording literally in the shaker um it's fantastic there it's delicious and you don't get that crash you don't get jitters you don't feel all like wired up and everything and you just stay focused it's got that patented neuro factor in there w.gg use code underground 10 percent off your order but dhpll free agency is here kb sources is back we had some news break out of the office shout out to the boy pat resh uh i reported Uh, That he is going back to chaos. It's been confirmed by the league. Um, So Pat Resch back with the Os boys. But massive free agent moves. A lot that were speculated before free agency even opened have happened. But here are the moves. We're going to detail some of the moves that we think are massive. Some of the moves that still have yet to come. um, And what we think it could do for each team. So starting with the Archers, they've re-signed Ryan Oghaven, they've re-signed Connor Fields, they've re-signed Latrell Harris, they've re-signed Jared Connors, and they've re-signed Trey LeClaire. But leaving the Archers, Will Manny, he's going to the Whip Snakes on a two-year deal. Uh, Marcus Holman, the Everlong, speculated, he is joining his dad over with the Cannons on a one-year deal uh as of this recording today Adam Gittleman joining Marcus Holman and going to the Cannons on a 1 year deal Jeff Trainer going to the Cannons on a 1 year deal uh, and then that is it so far from the Archers D moves from the Archers guys leaving guys staying what surprised you the most, uh, and what do you expect, you know, in this new era of Archers lacrosse that we didn't even get to their big signing yet? We will in a little bit, uh, somebody departing another team to join them. But from the guys that were on the Archers last year, what's kind of shocked you the most?
0: Um, nothing really shocked me. Uh, more so... I didn't realize they had so much to give up. Uh, but they're also making it clear, like, what kind of identity they're looking for and, like, what they're going for. So um, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what they do with the goalie position now. That's kind of my only question with them is how are they going to handle the goalie situation? Is Dobbs going to be a starter? Are they going to look for a backup? How do they go about looking for a backup? Are they going to battle then at that point and figure out who actually should be starting and back up? That's kind of just where my head is with Archer's free agency is, is goalie because goalie's a big piece. They kind of have all the – they have the offense together. Their defense is slowly coming together slash in talks to stay slash go somewhere else. So you kind of know what's happening there. And this goalie
1: situation is
0: no one has a clue
1: seems like the brett dobson era is going to get underway it's just you know who do they pair with brett dobson um the other big free agent names still on the market uh for the archers that uh to keep an eye on mark mcneil dominique alexander matt mcmahon those are some of the big names uh to keep an eye on for sure uh from the archers they have other guys too but i think those are the the big names there that are still unsigned reese eddie as well um but that's the Archers, and then their big signing. Mac O'Keefe leaving chaos to go to the Archers on a two year deal, reuniting with Grant Amen. We arch, baby. Hashtag we arch. Uh, Mac going to the Archers is so exciting to me. Like, yes, it's sad to see the era of the bunk bed boys come to an end. Um, but Grant, Mac. Matt Moore, Connor Fields, Ryan Ambler, Tom Schreiber. Um, Trey Leclerc is probably going to be back into a more offensive heavy role this year. Um, this archers team is going to be very exciting. I feel like so many people are like underrating how exciting they're going to be.
0: I mean, yeah, they're going to be very good. I'm, I'm excited to see... Um, how they move around the pieces, you know, is diesel going to start? Are they going to keep him where he is? Um, You know, how do they implement new guys? Uh, Do they take their time with it? And they're just so many moving pieces now with this team. They're going to be good. They're going to be very good, regardless of how they do it. Um, I'm just interested. I'm just interested more so in the, the behind the scenes and the, how than the, the what.
1: Yeah. The it's, it's the we arch era. Penn State fans rise up. The boys are back together. Um, moving on to Atlas, who have had little to no movement. <laughs> um, they've signed one guy, they've lost one guy. Uh, Jake Carraway, the boy, fully tucked, now joining the Water Dogs on a two year deal through 2024. Um, friend of the program, our friend Sarah Griffin wrote about it on the PLL website listing Jake as a, uh, ideal option to replace Ryan Brown with the water dogs. And in true Ryan Brown fashion, Jake Carraway leaving Atlas going to the water dogs. Uh, I couldn't be more excited for him. I think he's going to have such an opportunity with Copeland and this offense to, to really thrive and let his game play out. I think it's a, an ideal situation for him. Um, you know, being able to play with Michael Sowers and Kieran McCardle is going to be awesome. I'm super excited for Carraway to go to the Water Dogs, And then uh, Atlas finally made a signing. They uh, re-signed Tucker Jerkin to a one-year deal. So not too much has happened with Atlas. Um, they still have every big name free agent that they've had. Cade Van Rapphorst obviously highlighting there. Um, Kyle Pless, Dan Bucaro, John Crawley, Peter Dirth. Jacob Fopp, who's kind of the big darling face-off athlete on the free agent market. And then uh, Max Wayne's also a free agent, but the Cannons announced their two assistant coaches. There's a connection there for Max Wayne. You and I were kind of texting today. I put it out there for the people. Hutton Jackson, our boy, put it out there as well. Keep an eye on Max Wayne to the Cannons. It kind of just makes too much sense um, for him to reunite with one of his coaches. Um but Atlas have been very quiet. They, they get their, their new man in charge and haven't really done much.
0: Yeah. Um, but, I mean, do they need to really do anything? Um, and they have tons of draft picks, so maybe they'll start shuffling those around. But they're kind of just chilling. They're in very good space. I don't think they really need to hit free agency at all.
1: The Cannons, though, they have been all over free agency uh they started things off way earlier they retained Chris Eslanian through 2023 uh but they have gone out and signed so many guys I'm going to sift through here like we mentioned Marcus Holman Adam Gittleman Jeff Trainer, all going to the Cannons uh also joining the Cannons Matt Reese leaving chaos going to the Cannons uh Matt Cavanaugh obviously was traded there uh, earlier this offseason. Kyle Hartzell going to the Cannons uh, on a one-year deal. Cannons have been – it's like everybody's going there. Miles Jones commented on Gittleman's uh, signing post on Instagram and said they got deep pockets over there. Um, Cannons have been super active. Coach Holman might know a thing or two about this team-building thing. I mean, from all the signings and on paper – it seems like the Cannons have a roster again, which is exciting for the league. You know, you never want a team to be what the Cannons were last year, unfortunately. But Lyle Thompson's got to be doing backflips right now that he's starting to see the semblance of a team around him. Oh,
0: yeah, and that was their biggest flaw is he was kind of just out there doing it by himself. So as I slowly start to put this team together and put people in the right place and, you know, bring people in that are going to uphold... The same standard that they already have then you know things will start to come together it's a process um and you can see some frustration but i think they're doing okay um but they definitely have done the most work in free agency as i feel is is rightfully done right
1: yeah i mean now you have offensive weapons of lyle marcus holman asher nolting ryan drenner and i think those four together are going to be awesome to watch this summer. And I'm so excited to just see how they all kind of mesh together and and start working well together. Because I think not only, you know, is Marcus going to be so much fun with Lyle, but I think Marcus is going to help Ryan Drenner and Asher's game more than people are even, like, thinking about.
0: Oh, 1,000%. That's really what it comes down to is when you get a player like that, that's that good. They Impact the game in other ways. Miss um, Jones, for example, and how he's impacting uh, the wings. When you're that good, players start to play at a, at a better level because you demand that they do, and they respect you. So they try and live to that standard, not because you know what you say goes, but because they don't want to let their teammate down. Um, so they, they start running after more ground balls. They start picking better shots. They start playing harder on defense. They start communicating more. It's all just like a psyche thing. So uh, I would not be surprised to see things turn around as they find their Prince charm. Uh,
1: Some big names still out there uh, from this Cannons roster from last season. Tim Edwards, still a free agent. Brody Merrill, still a free agent. Uh, Ryan Tierney, Andrew Newbold, and of course Nick Morocco. That's one of the big dominoes now that gets is going to the Cannons Morocco more than likely going to be on the move. We'll see where he ends up. Uh, Moving on to chaos, the chaos boys. We obviously talked about Mac O'Keefe leaving chaos, going to the Archers. Uh, CJ Costabile was signed right before the free agency period, open to an extension through 2023. As we reported, Pat Resch uh, going back to chaos on a one-year deal. Matt Reese going to the cannons from chaos. Uh, The boy, KJ47, is going back to chaos through 2023. And that's it. That is it. Uh, But I did tweet out um, before KJ re-signed. This was kind of, you know, waiting around. It seemed like things were quiet. Um, I had a source tell me that chaos are going to be very draft-heavy this season. They want to really maximize the the talent levels of each roster spot um, that they have at their disposal. They're looking to add a number of pieces in the draft this year with it being such a a deep draft for positions of need for them. Um, So from what we have gathered from that information, even though we've seen guys, you know, resign with chaos, it wouldn't shock us if there's a little bit of shakeup there um, and some guys or switching teams potentially um, and going elsewhere just because of the way chaos want to attack the draft. But that's something to keep an eye on later down the line, as well as how chaos approaches the draft. But what surprised you so far with chaos uh, in free agency,
0: That They're choosing not to make a lot of moves other than signing their, uh, their own players. But um, I'm not sure why that surprises me. They've gone to two straight, uh, championship games they've won one of them um so like it's not like they can't do it you know what i'm saying so it's like i shouldn't be surprised at all that they're sticking with what works um but that's that's my biggest thing is that they're choosing not to really do anything in free agency they're gonna draft and they're gonna resign and and they're gonna hit the books and and try again next year you know this upcoming season as you know they've done in the past.
1: Some key free agents still out there for the Oss boys. Max Adler, Jerry Raganese, Tanner Cook, Jared Newman, Chase Frazier, uh, Wes Berg, Austin Cout, Ryan Smith, and Ian McKay, and Challen Rogers, and Tommy Kelly. All free agents from that 2022 Chaos team. Uh, so I would assume in the coming days or so, we should hear some more news about these OS boys. But moving on from them to the 2023 Championship Series champs, Chrome. They've kind of re signed half their squad, and half their squad are still free agents. They locked up Nick Grill through 2024, Eli Salama through 2024, Mike Manley through 2023. And they got the big one done, the milkman, Connor Farrell, back on a one year deal through 2023 for Chrome, which we both kind of speculated was going to happen uh more likely than not kind of just status quo for them. I think you know after winning the championship series they know what works, they know the the chemistry that has been building with this team since the inception of the PLL and I think they just want to keep it running and and keep it pushing with the guys in their locker room. Um still some big names out there for them to potentially sign or they these guys could go elsewhere but i'd be shocked if they do um brendan cavanaugh still a free agent jordan mcintosh john rannigan ryan mcnulty and uh championship series uh eye-opening darling alexander smith also a free agent um not really surprising anything from chrome i'm just i think everyone was thrilled that connor Farrell got re-signed
0: Yeah, um, everybody was kind of wondering where he was going to go or what was going to happen with him. And he had a really good year last year, and he's had a couple good years before uh, the little slump that he was into. So um, it was nice to see him get a contract and know that, you know, he'll be in the same colors he's been in, and uh, we'll give them a shot at at winning another championship.
1: 100%. And uh, from the beauties to the woods, uh, we've had quite – couple days with the Redwoods kind of retaining their own, uh, Isaiah Davis Allen and Eddie Glazner back on one-year deals. Uh, Finn Sullivan, also another member of that cannons free agency spending spree. He'll be joining the cannons on a one-year deal. Uh, as Kevin Brown reported today, uh, Pat Harbison, still a free agent, but the big one, the dime man got paid miles Jones back Through 2024, um, huge. Massive signing there uh, to to get Miles back after uh, a down year from his 2021. To get him back on this roster, new offensive coordinator with John Grant Jr., dad strength, Miles is going to be a force. And I don't think anybody's ready for it.
0: I 100% agree. Um, there's so many factors. He had um, still a really good year last year, but lost a lot of the traction uh, he gained from people the year before when he had a, a fantastic year, even though this year, his numbers this year are very similar. Um, so I expect him to, one, continue to do that, but, two, he's going to get that traction outside again, and, and people are going to be back on that. If you're not a Miles Jones fan, what are you doing? Kind of wave.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lee. Signed through 2023. I think you and I are both thrilled about that. Um, Hopefully, he'll be able to play this summer. Obviously, got injured in the NLL Finals. So, uh, looking forward to Ryan Lee being back in a Woods uniform. And then John Sexton signed through 2023 as well. And then Drew Simino announced his retirement today. So, uh, congrats to Dr. Drew Simino on a phenomenal career uh, in pro lacrosse. Uh, Just a, a tip of the cap there. It's somebody who I really want to get on the show. He's been following us for a while, so now he's going to have a little bit more time on his hands. Um, some big free agents, though, still out there for the woods. Uh, like I mentioned, Pat Harbison, still a free agent. Jack Near still a free agent. Uh, Anthony DeMeo, still a free agent. Jack Kelly, still a free agent. And Chris Merle, still a free agent for the woods. Has anything surprised you about free agency for the Redwoods. And like we mentioned, Kyle Hartzell going to the cannons uh, along with Vin Sullivan and Matt Cavanaugh. So I don't think anything's truly surprised me just yet for Redwoods. But as we both have come to know over the years, Nat St. Laurent is not afraid to make moves. He's not afraid to go out there and make a splash. So nothing would surprise me from the Redwoods uh, at this aspect. Uh, of free agency and what could potentially happen, but I, I love all the moves so far of just kind of retaining the guys who are part of this Redwoods culture.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, the best way to go about it is to build a culture and build around that and bring guys in that are that are accepting of that culture and ready to be a part of that culture, and then, and then they're going to work hard to, to do what they have to do. Um, so it, it's it, I feel like that's the main thing with free agency is to take care of your team first and then go out and find stuff later. But it, it, setting that boundary, that culture, that that base point is extremely important.
1: 100%. Uh, and moving from the woods to the defending champions, the Water Dogs. Uh, they haven't made too many moves. Uh, Kira McArdle is the only official move outside of Jake Carraway as well. But retaining guys, Kieran McArdle signed through 2024. Obviously, Steven DiNapoli retired earlier this offseason. But shout out to the boy, Brian Andrews uh, from Pro Lacrosse Talk. uh, Around 7 o'clock tonight, he did report uh, that Ryan Conrad and Connor Kelly have both been extended through 2024. So those guys back with the Waterdogs through 2024. Neither of them. I'm pretty sure, yeah, neither of them were free agents, Um, so kind of just getting an additional one-year extension, kind of like Michael Sowers got as well that Kevin Brown reported earlier this week. Um, Still big names out there for the Dogs, though. Matt Hasek, Charlie Kitchen, Matt Witcher, Charlie Hayes, Dylan Ward, uh, Christian Scarpello. A lot of names out there for the defending champs to kind of get under wraps obviously i think the big one that stands out is dylan ward obviously you want to keep your goalie intact but uh dog's been kind of quiet a little too quiet i would say
0: yeah it's interesting um them being so quiet they have um some space where they could really bolster some things I, i don't feel like they're completely locked in all the way around um but I, there's got to be a reason why, right? I mean, <laughs> but no. Um,
1: just made the one splash with Carraway, and that's really it.
0: Yeah, like it, there's simplicity in it, you know, and, and I guess um, he may just be under the, the the stance point that we're just fine where we are, and, and we just wanted an extra championship, so why shake things up too much?
1: Yeah, so we'll see what happens with the dogs. I mean, there's some big dominoes there, and I think now that Adam Gittleman – uh, was the first goalie off the board in terms of the big name goalies that were starters last year? Dylan Ward and, and uh, Nick Morocco might not be too far behind. Moving on to uh, the Whip Lords, the Whip Snakes, they uh, they've also been pretty quiet outside of you know signing Will Manny. They, uh, they signed Brian Phipps earlier this offseason, and then today, Mike Chan and chuck going back to the Whips on a one-year deal. A lot of big names out there for the Whips still to uh, get under contract. Uh, Jake Bernhardt, James Barclay, Jay Carlson, Colin Hinton, Gutty, Brian Cole, and Bailey Savio, all free agents still for the Whips. I think the biggest of, of the big there are Jake Bernhardt, Jake Carlson, Gutty and Brian Cole in terms of like contributors big time for them last season um, where James Barclay kind of came in, you know, when somebody got, I forget who got hurt, but he kind of stepped in, uh, you know, for an injury, just coming back for them. But the guys I listed there, Still kinda surprising that, you know, nothing's been made, but obviously they they get one of the bunk bed boys, Will Manny, on a two year deal, uh, to add to that offense of Matt Rambo, Sed Williams, and now Will Manny. Um You and I kinda were surprised by the you know, the the rumor was out there that Will Manny and the Whips were entertaining one another, but did kind of surprise us a little bit that that stags were was like gonna go out and make that big splash. He did say that you know, when you're picking towards the end of drafts, you don't really get an opportunity to draft blue-chip players um, like the top of the draft does. Um, so they decided to go out and make a splash and get a blue-chip free agent.
0: <laughs> I kind of like it, though. Um, that's that's kind of how you have to go about things. You you That's how you win games is, is to go out and, and get a star-stutter name and, and come back and be like, bam, this is us. This is how we do things. Um, I'm excited though. Um, I feel like this this went the way we need a free agency to at least start. There's still a lot of things going on, um, but the start was, was fantastic, and this is exactly uh, how we wanted this to start. Um, it, it's blown up. There's been some moves, uh, but there's still some, some very big names that have know un- uh, unsigned contracts
1: and I think the the cool part about this for us is you know it's a sport you and I pay attention to so closely we're very in tap with the league um, but you know as as when we step back and look at it as fans this is the first time in our lifetime we've gotten a sport to start free agency in our existence like Every other sport, it was starting before we were even thoughts, let alone born. Um, so to kind of see free agency trickle down and, and happen right before our eyes for the very first time in a league that we care so much about um, and just seeing how it's kind of restacking the deck and, and really helping the competitive nature of the PLL kind of reset almost. It's It's moving the pieces on the chessboard around in such a fun way that going into this season, it's kind of unpredictable again.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Because everybody's got to feel each other out and get everybody acclimated and and you know get the chemistry going and, and feel good about themselves. On top of you know not seeing each other for so long, there's so much that goes into uh, the the very short season that we do play, uh, and, and and realistic and and, and them too. Uh, everything else so uh, it's going to be a jumbled mess to start the year and then everything will smooth itself out real quick
1: yes super excited uh if you're watching on youtube comment your favorite free agency signing so far in the pll and let us know how your favorite team has done so far in free agency and other moves you want to see made give us your best hypothetical free agent signing you want to see somebody from another team, go to another squad that nobody's thinking about. Let us know. Comment on YouTube. We want to see the best ones. We will read them and interact with them. Fo Show, uh, And some other PLL news. The PLL and Unleashed Women's Lacks. Japan rosters have been announced. Guys and gals starting to travel out to Japan as well. Uh, the roster for the PLL looks like this. A lot of the boys on the roster. We got Ryan Ambler. Jacob Stover, C.J. Costabile, Romar Dennis, Jules Henningberg, K.J. 47, Kyle Jackson, Jack Kelly, Mark McNeil, Nakai Montgomery, Jared Newman, Andrew Newbold, Rob Pinnell, Sergio Perkovic, Kyle Pless, Jerry Raganese III, uh, and Michael Sowers and coach Paul Rabel. I do have to say a lot of people talking, like we mentioned, Kyle Pless to the Redwoods is something people are talking about. Not sure if, you know, it's just a rumor. It's just a a uh, a manifestation by some. Let let me find out, uh, you know, RP3, Perk, Jules, Nakai doing the old Team USA basketball tactic and uh, recruiting Kyle Pless while they're in Japan <laughs> to go sign with the Woods.
0: They might be, and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with that I'm cool with that
1: uh very fun roster I'm excited to uh you know see these uh exhibition matches and everything um a lot of fun you know just mixture of guys on this team that we traditionally don't see all play together
0: yeah that's the fun part is is you start to see a lot of different movements and how coaches are thinking about their team and how guys fit together and you see it play out and if they do or don't and, and the adjustments coaches try and make it it's it's a fun part of the game
1: yeah and then looking at the uh the unleashed roster uh we've got dempsey arsenal lizzie colson sarah cooper paulina Defata, uh madison doucette lauren gilbert scotty rose Brownie, kelsey huff Alison Mastriani, who was at the Wings game on Monday night too for uh women in sports night, which was very cool. Uh the homie, friend of the program, Jamie Ortega, uh, Molly Stevens, Sammy Joe Tracy, Emma Trenchard, Sidney Watson, Kayla Wood, and coached by the one and only Rachel DeCecko. That's squad. Hmm. That's that squad. Is a
0: squad. I hadn't seen that at all, so I was I was taking that in for the first time. Um Loaded.
1: literally loaded. Loaded roster. Obviously a couple of UNC legends on there with Allie and Jamie. Um, excited for that too, you know, to kind of just see the women's side of things in Japan. And um, it's going to be a very exciting uh, series that goes down uh, next week in Japan for the PLL and Unleash. So looking forward to that. And speaking of colleges, Deej, it's time for your college week five recap rundown.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, last week was an interesting week. Uh, Notre Dame went heavy on Georgetown. No, no, no. Hold on. Sorry, that's way too far back. We are picking up... <laughs> in March where Loyola beat Townsend by one. That was a really good game. We've seen UMBC. They finally dropped their first game. They looked really good to start the year. They were one of four teams to be 4-0 to start the year. Uh, Yale smashed up on UMass. Uh, Harvard beat Vermont 12-5. I don't know. There's a lot going on with... uh, the Ivy League, we've talked about this. We don't really know what we're going to get out of them until we get conference play and all this jazz. But I do expect a couple of them to make uh, the, the tourney. So don't don't be surprised by that. Michigan back on the wind train, beating Delaware 16-12. Makes me extremely happy, excited for their game against Harvard this weekend. And I have a feeling Michigan's going to get that dove against Harvard. It's, it's been, I think they're 0-3 in their last three against them in the past three years. So uh, I got a feeling this is the year they get over that. Jacksonville got the two-point dub on high point. Uh, go Fins. uh Hopkins beat St. Joe by one. Um, Maryland also goes to triple overtime with Notre Dame. Kavanaugh takes it home um, because who else is going to take it home? Uh, quack, quack, Cav- quack, 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 quack. That Kevin duck hunt Sally was. Bro, oh. hey. It was insane, for one. And two, the Kavanaugh's also always have very good sellies, and it's just... Oh, I just don't even want to talk about it. I, I did I...
1: like Joe Keegan's uh, This or That, which is better. "Riders Dead Fish or The Duck Hunt.
0: Oh, Dead Fish. Dead Fish.
1: I was going to say, my, my take on that was Dead Fish is iconic and like a classic, and Duck Hunt is just new era.
0: But Duck Hunt is a new era celebration with a classic twist.
1: Right. Or, sorry, but a I, classic I, celebration, really. It really should it's be a classic, classic celebration, celebration with, a, with a new era new, twist. New era twist. And I, and I like that. But for um, the sport of lacrosse, I think Ryder Deadfish is just, that's oh, all yeah, fame. Yeah. Yeah. Top tier.
0: Top tier. Um, no question about it. Lee I took on uh uh got on top of Navy 13-10. I didn't expect that. I watched the tail end of that game and Navy. Their offense is starting to look really questionable. Their defense can hold them into some games, but their offense is not scoring enough goals. Uh Penn State gets the best of Penn, um, which I didn't see coming, but Penn State has looked extremely good in their past four games. Uh, so they're somebody to keep an eye on. Denver got the best of North Carolina in a nine eight game. Um, North Carolina kind of blew that one. Um it's college a college tour game right there. I was watching that game, <laughs> and uh, you uh, that yeah, I understand why that's a college tour game. They played very good, very good lacrosse, um, but it was there's a few mental mistakes that really cost them in the end. Cornell gets the best of Ohio State, which I did not see coming. Ohio State has played top notch this year. Um, looking better than they have the past few years. Um, maybe it had something to do with that new stadium, but they finally dropped one there at home. Um, I think that's only their second loss of the year, but only by three Cornell, who is probably the best Ivy league team. Um, so that's not a big deal. Um, Princeton might be the other really good Ivy league team. Um, they made the final four and, and, uh, championship game and stuff in, in the most recent years. So keep that in mind. Georgetown did get the best of Princeton, 13-10. Virginia molly walked to Richmond around 25-8. It really, really was not fair. Um, they shouldn't even allow that to have been on TV at all. Um, but Rutgers got the best of Utah, 18-14. Rutgers slowly being one of the best teams in the uh, in in the country, um, and then we got another OT game on Sunday um, as Duke beat Syracuse fourteen thirteen in overtime. Brendan O'Neill coming through; um, he's also looking like he could be the third pick overall. And Sam Hanley and Brendan O'Neill could be on the same team on the Atlas? Question mark. Um. Anyway. Uh, UMBC beat Townsend, so they uh they got back on the win train after dropping one this week. Or, sorry, that was before they dropped one. They dropped one Tuesday this week to Delaware, 17 11. Uh, Delaware bouncing back to their L from Michigan. Virginia beat Hopkins, 18 13. That was a very good game. Um, Hopkins didn't necessarily just roll over and give it to him made them work for it. We're in it till the end. And then, and then Virginia kind of just showed dominance uh, toward the end of that. And High Point getting a very big boost to win 22-6 to as uh, March is is getting ready to really roll. So uh, conference play is going to start up soon. And then, of course, you had the uh, the Philly Classic getting played. Nova takes care of Drexel, Drexel big time, 14-7. And then Penn wins an OT over St. Joe, 13-12, that which tough. is, yes, that, that was a very good game, though. Um, and then I think that was the perfect way to end the last week because that was the last game of the week. Because um, then that's us up, lining us up for a fantastic week this week. Um, Loyola and, and Duke is going to be fire. Um, Loyola has been beating teams they shouldn't be beating all year. Um so everybody knows kind of how that works with Duke. So we may see some uh, some, some fireworks with that one. Princeton and Rutgers is, is going to be a battle in New Jersey, and I don't know who's going to come out on top, but I'm leaning toward Rutgers because they have looked very good. Um, Look at that. interesting (laughs) maryland and and albany um albany hasn't made much splash this year but this would be a game for them to do so um and whenever they play high competition they kind of show up that's that's just the kind of team that albany is um so i'll be looking out for um for brian to be saying some stuff to me that that poll that they got over up in albany is pretty solid um so it'll be a fun game to watch as, as Albany tries to, to make some fireworks and, and upset a very good Maryland team who is uh, who, who had a slip-up this year um, and dropped a few. So they're going to be looking to get on the road and get, get back on the hunt before the Big Ten starts up. Penn State and Cornell. Penn State, like I said, has beat a couple uh, Ivy League teams already this year. Cornell, one of the better ones. So this is uh, really good for them for the, excuse me, really good for them to get an opportunity to uh, continue to beat another high value team and continue to prove why Penn State is back, um, as people like to say. Of course, my circle game for the week, Michigan Harvard. I'm excited to see if Michigan can finally get over the hump, beat Harvard as they've done this year and beat quite a few teams that they haven't been able to beat in the past. Um, Georgetown getting a matchup against Richmond is very good for them to hopefully get some momentum and get a good win on their side. Ohio State, Notre Dame, circle it, circle it, circle it. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Ohio State has a really good defense. Notre Dame has a really good offense. Who's going to win? Give me Notre Dame offense a 1,000% of the time. That's going to be fun to watch either way. Um, Brown, North Carolina, Ivy League, ACC, we know what that is. Villanova, Penn, obviously that's the other side of uh, the Philly Classic. John Hopkins, Syracuse, we know what we get with that every time those two play. Uh, that's going to be in the Dome, so that's going to be fun to watch. I want to see what Joey Spilina's got, and I want to see what Melendez has for Hopkins. This is going to be a fun matchup. First off, jersey and helmet matchup is going to be fun with this as well. Can we get both old-school logos? Can we get Otto the Orange along with, with the Duck over, over with, with the Hopkins? Uh, not the Duck, excuse me, the Bird over with hop Guys. I mean, I am here for it, and it's here. So um, Townsend and Virginia are going to play. That's always an upset alert, but Virginia is by far the best team in the country right now. I want to say it's Notre Dame, but Virginia has yet to put up less than 17 in a game, and they're undefeated. Sounds like the best team in the country to me. Uh, Denver and Yale are going to battle it out as well. If Denver keeps up the role they're on, they're going to be another sneaky team Is going to end up being, you know, one of those top four teams that people weren't expecting to be a top four team Um, and roll right into a smooth playoff run. Nothing really going on on Tuesday that's fun to watch. Syracuse and Hofstra might get a little bit going just because Joey Spolina is who he is. And then nothing on Wednesday. So... Saturday is the big day for us. There's a ton going on in college lacrosse on Saturday, so um, you have tons of lacrosse to watch on Saturday. You go right from college right into the pros, just like it's been all season. I love this, Uh, and even and even the later games that are kicking off or facing off at three thirty four that run into the start, or even you know the five games that are running into the start of the, uh, the pro games, I got a couple things for you. Either get an Xbox or get Apple TV because they have multicast and you can watch up to four games at once. So you don't even have to miss any of the action. This is not a free ad. This is No just, free ads. This is not a free ad whatsoever. This is just being smart. Don't miss a game because you think yeah, – Literally, don't miss a game because you think you you have to like, just watch one game. You know what? I'm in here watching five at once sometimes or six. I'll put four on the TV and then pull two more up on my laptop and and on two browsers and call it a day. We don't miss games around here.
1: Yeah, and another game you shouldn't miss uh, is this Sunday because we've got our Selection Sunday live stream going on for Underground Sports Philadelphia. Both of you boys on the stream 5 45 p.m eastern time youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia join our bracket challenge it is open to anybody we want as many members of otb nation in there as well you're going to be going head to head with underground sports personalities uh and just a whole lot of fun uh underground madness is one of our favorite times of year It's going to be a lot up for grabs this year. Obviously, we always give away the official locker room t shirt to the champion, but we're working in some other fun uh, antics to this year with Underground Madness and the Glue Guys College Basketball podcast that is on our network now. So go join our bracket challenge. We'll be tweeting it out uh, from all of our accounts. Join it. All you got to do is click join group and you're in. It's free to enter, there's no entry fee or anything like that. Send it to your friends. Let us know if you're joining. Come compete against me and Deej. We know our, we know our brackets. We know our brackets. Uh, and join us for the Selection Sunday live stream, 5.45 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, March 12th. We'll be live. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And uh, come hang with us. It's going to be a ton of fun. Make sure you guys are following us, though, at OTB LaxPod, Twitter, Instagram, Uh, Follow Deej on Twitter at SCS underscore next. Great. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. Follow us. Make sure you leave a five-star review. It does help the algorithm, helps more people find the show, uh, and helps OTB continue to grow so we can do more dope stuff with you guys. Uh, and keep this this awesome podcast rolling. Uh, and, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes, clips, interviews, live streams, shorts, original content. All on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Uh, we are currently at the end of this episode. 414 subscribers the goal 500 and beyond we need to get to 1k obviously uh so go subscribe be a friend tell a friend smash that like button ring the bell icon comment down below your favorite pll free agent signing so far and uh go get your merch phiapparel.co use code underground for 10 percent off and tag us when you get your otb merch we want to see you guys rocking that stuff Uh, But this has been episode number 265 of the allegedly award-nominated, honorably mentioned, number nine NCAA-ranked, and, of course, viewable on YouTube, Outside the Box podcast, the official lacrosse podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. For Deej and KB, enjoy this weekend of lacrosse. Enjoy free agency even more. Make sure you're following both of us on Twitter, too. Who knows? OTB scoops, baby. KB bombs coming at you. Uh we're getting the heck up out of here. Peace. Peace. You are the guy.
0: And that's outside the box.